is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Everybody's got a price. Rest in peace. Welcome back to Off the Mats with Alex Lowe's and Josh Silverberg. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. That was a weird one, Speedy. I think you got the uh, the intros all flipped out, but that's okay. Don't worry about it. We are live here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network every Saturday at twelve o'clock. This is off the mat, the only wrestling talk show here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Well, I don't have my usual cast of characters which is Alex Lowe's. He is out this week. I have two people filling in from, with me this week. I don't get one. I get two. That's how special I am here on the network, ladies and gentlemen. First off, let me introduce you. He's not really going to say much, uh, you know, because if we do, then obviously we'll have to bring up his tidy whities and his mom oh, and everything oh like God. that. And Bob, that's Speedy Petey. What's going on, man? Well, the less of that you have to bring up, the better. But... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you don't want to tell the fans about your SpongeBob underwear today? No, okay. because they don't exist. Okay, no problem. They do not exist. I've, like I said, on down to the wire and below the mic, I, I've seen the show. Not enough to call myself a fan, and not enough to, for me to buy underwear of it. <laughs> well, I will say, it's first off, Speed, thank you for letting us help. Thank you for lending us your hand on this Saturday. We do appreciate. Mm-hmm. It. We know how busy you are for sure, yeah. editing and doing all the work here at, on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, and you do do a lot, but. I miss Alex this week, but I have a very special guest helping me out this week, and he's somebody that I call a best friend of mine. He's a brother of mine. He is my former tag team partner, and he is going to be joining this show in the next few weeks full time, ladies and gentlemen. He is former co-host of the old wrestling show that we did take down breakdown. That is Mr. Lyle Gillen. What's happening, man? When you want to un- unmute your mic, you're good. <laughs> there we go. Okay. <laughs> Nothing much. Go- doing great. Excited to have the tag team back together. Looking forward to uh, talking some wrestling today. Absolutely. First off, love the shirt. Love the shirt. The exalted one, Brody Lee. I went with the uh, I went with the uh, the the uh, the collar the collar elbow website one. I finally got it. My Brody Lee Forever shirt. So we're representing Brody Lee hard today. Before we begin, there's so much to get to in regard, including the second half of the show, which is going to be what Lyle and I, we would love to see in the year of wrestling of 2021. It's already off to a fascinating start for sure. We're going to recap AEW NXT. We usually do a lot more segments, but because this there's so much to, to, to pack in for such a short period of time this week. We're going to go the different route. And, of course, we're going to get to our finishing move. The first effort, it's all Wrestle Kingdom. But before we do that, let's do some house cleaning that we do here every single Saturday. And that is talking about our app. Ladies and gentlemen, I know Lyle has the app. Yes, I do. It's great. If you, if you don't have the app, first off, the app is free. So if you don't download it, you're a fool for not downloading because it's a free app and who doesn't like things that are free because nothing in now nothing in this world today is free it's a very you know rare occurrence free is for me so <laughs> just like window shopping is always free too <laughs> <laughs> that's right listen download our app what you get on the app 
You get articles from our wonderful staff that we write every single week. We write great stuff. You get show clips. If you miss the show, you can re-listen to the show on a podcast. You have all different forms of shows, so it's not just wrestling. You have Down to the Wire, Below the Mic, of course, with Errol Marks and the famous PD right up there. You have the Ryan Hickey Show. You have the Wise Guys. You have Belly Up Sports Production that are coming that have come, and we have partnered with them, and they've brought some great programming to our shows every single week. So many different topics, including Weapons Hot, a New York Jets podcast, and everything like that. So, again, download our app. It is free of charge. Don't forget to check out the Weekend Crunch every Saturday night at 7 o'clock with myself, Errol Marks, and the one and only Speedy Petey. That is every Saturday at 7 o'clock. 95% of the conversation might be about Speedy's mom. You never know. So we get to that. And don't forget to check out our website, WorldWideSportsRadio.com. It is a professionally done website. People have said it's one of the best websites on the market, and it is. It's awesome stuff. You can check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Periscope. We are on every social media platform known to man out there. Okay, We're popular, and we're just growing every single day. And those are facts. Okay, In the words of Paul Heyman, that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. All right? We are popular, and that's it. So let's get into it, man. We got a lot to talk about, a lot to unpack, Lyle. And basically the reason why we're spending this entire first segment on what we're going to talk about is because it lasted not one but two nights, and it was two spectacular nights. I know you, you're you nuts. Because no, you, I didn't stay you, up this year. You did not stay up this year. I went to work, <laughs> and I watched it when I got home. I thought you were going to take personal days this year. I was going to, but what I happened? decided not to waste two personal days That's on it. Smart. On the first you know two what? days <laughs> at the beginning of the year. <laughs> you know what? That's smart. Good for you. Because you know what? With so COVID-19, you never know if you're going to need that or not. You don't know. I get, yeah, that's true. My you're wife not told wrong me, there. But. My wife told me that. You know what my wife said to me the other day? She said to me, she goes, don't waste your days on any fun activities this year. Because with COVID-19, you're going to need to use those if you need to really use them. Not like two years ago when I used it for WrestleMania with you and I went, right? <laughs> Hopefully nobody at my job's listening. Wink, wink. <laughs> you know, she is the smart one of that household. So. Yeah, we know that. Arrow's met her. He's <laughs> met her. You've known her for years. We know that. I mean, look, that's 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 not even that's not even fiction. That's a fact. She is the smart one of the household. Um, and then the cats are above, and then it's me. I'm below the cats. Yeah. So that's how it works. <laughs> um, but let's shit, let's let's unfold, let's unpack Wrestle Kingdom because there's a lot of storylines to get into. And then of course you had the New Year's show after that. Um and really quick, you know, the I always have to check this after a New Japan show because Lyle, you know this about Dave Meltzer. He's a New Japan homer. We know this. Everything he writes about is New Japan pretty much. He loves AEW as well because he's close with the Young Bucks and the Elite and all those guys. He gave I just want to get your opinion on this before we get into the matches. So the four matches he gave five stars to. You ready? Here it is. Okada versus Will Ospreay. Tetsuya Naito versus Kota Ibushi. Shingo Takagi versus Jeff Cobb, which I actually thought was one of my favorite matches of the weekend. And, and Kota Ibushi versus Jay White. Now, he gave Okada Ospreay a 5.25, Naito Ibushi a 5, Takagi Cobb a 5, and Ibushi and Jay White a 5.25. Do you agree with those ratings? Yes or no? I think I think a Bushi Naito, not Bushi Naito. I'm sorry, Bushi White should have been uh, 
higher than 5.25, um, if I'm being honest. Um, I think it was by far the best match of the two nights. It wasn't close. Ibushi Naito was very, very good. Uh, I think that when everything settled down after that match, I still think the first one at G1 Supercard was the better of the three matches they had at Dominion and at Wrestle Kingdom. But I, I think what made it so good was the moment at the end when he had that moment of him winning and the confetti. He had that special career moment. Yeah. And it's just, it was great. It was something you're always going to remember. But Jay White and Ibushi was a classic. That was a phenomenal match from beginning to end. It was perfectly well done. And I just, I, I really hope Jay White gets the belt soon or maybe at next year's Wrestle Kingdom because he deserves it. He deserves a long run. Well, he had it when we went, when we went to the show at uh, WrestleMania weekend. He had he it had going it into. Months. He had it for two months, so he was kind of, as they call it in the terms of wrestling, a paper champion. And what a paper champion is, is a champion that kind of has the belt for a little bit of time. It's not too long. And then they give it up, you know, because Tanahashi beat Kenny Omega because Omega was leaving the company. And I think they just did it as a favor to Tanahashi because they wanted him to get the accolades up for the championship reigns that he's had. Um, No, that's not it. Um, What happened was uh, they wanted to have Omega win, but Omega, because he knew he was leaving, and didn't tell the Japan left, he told them to put the belt on Tanahashi. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. Look at you coming on here and uh, denouncing my thought process. Look at that. Good for you. Look at you, Mr. That's Mr. What I do. Look at you, Mr. Sorcerer. All right. So <laughs> Sorcerer already? That yeah, was I know, really, right? <laughs> I mean, well, Errol always says, you know, don't read what you – don't read the news. Don't read the news. But how can you not read the news? Because that's how you get your info. He's a sorcerer. He doesn't need to read anything. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it him the one that says about his vocabulary? <laughs> yeah, that's him. <laughs> he needs to work on that. Um, I wanted to just talk about this before we also unpack the card. And it's an opinion. You know, what's funny is I was thinking about what I wanted to talk to you about the last few days. Because you and I don't get to really have this platform. We're going to get it again with Alex in the next coming week. So it's nice to have that again. Do you find, and I'm just wondering, is Shingo Takaji a guy that is so underrated in this business? That he doesn't get talked about enough because he, when you look at the list of the matches he's had, he's had about five or six five star matches on Dave Meltzer's list. He's somebody yeah, that he's, I don't think gets talked about enough. He definitely a hundred percent is. He's he he does it all the year. He did it in G one in twenty nineteen. Did it G one this year. He had a couple of phenomenal the matches. Will Ospreay match. The Will Ospreay match was the standout. Yeah, yep. yep. He had he does it every year. Um, I don't think he's a guy who will ever get to uh, IWGP. World champion level, not as like because he can't wrestle and can't have that, that moment. It's just he's not that name. He can't carry them. It takes a while for guys to get to that point in New Japan. Ibushi lost the title matches a few times. Um, Naito did too. It took him a while to get there. It's gonna t- it took Omega a long time to get there. It's gonna take Jay White a bit to get there. Um, evil, but evil. It took him a long time. He evil got there. I don't know when he'll get there again. Yeah. Um, I don't think Shingo will be, get to that level. Um, like, look, they had, they had Ishii for how long? And he's never won the title. He wasn't he's, on the card this year. He was in the Battle Royale. Exactly. He was, yeah. Yep. Um, and Ishii deserves a, a title run. He, just, he deserves it. He's He has a big following. He's awesome. He's cool. He's a guy who can have a solid title run 
and he he deserves it. See, I but, think uh, Steve, you throw Ishii, I say Minoru Suzuki. I Suzuki, think another one. I, I think that should at also this have point, too. At this point, no. Maybe wow. a, a while ago, but no. At this point, he would be fun. I, to I, have I mean, his match with Okada a couple years ago was really good. At Royal, what was it Royal Quest? Yeah, that, that, that's what he match. deserved. He deserved to have that have that moment. He was of, of a uh, that that no that moment. I mean, of that great match. Oh yeah, that's what he deserved. He deserved to have that. That was probably the best match of his career. Um, but I I don't think Suzuki is a guy who should be having the title. Unfortunately. I'm a big fan of him, but I don't think he's a guy who deserves the belt. Now, the other thing that I I, I took first off before we get to this because it's going to lead to the next thing. Did you like the idea of Jeff Cobb signing with New Japan over every other brand? Yes, I think it's where he's the best. I thought he was deaf. That's what I thought too. I thought AEW is too roster heavy. I thought WWE wouldn't have used him properly. I thought New Japan was the best spot for him. I definitely did. I think um, that's what he wanted. Here's the thing. If you, if any wrestler is ever thinking of where to sign, there's New Japan if you want to have a good career and, and do best for your character. There's AEW if you want to have that mix between the two of of making money and having the best for your character, but it won't be as the be- as much as as the best can be like New Japan. And there's WWE, which you're only going to go there to make money. No. You're not going there to ha- to have the best of your career. You're going there to make get a paycheck. And then in a few years, go work the indies when you're just about done. That's what Nakamura did. Uh, that's what AJ Styles did. That's well, what, it's, it's worked out for AJ, though. It, it has. But, but it's, I, very I rare. it's very rare. It's very rare where it does work. It, it's very rare. But I think um, it w- I would love to see him in New Japan working with Kenny Omega at the height yeah. of his career. That would have been something to see, and we'll never ever get to see that. But uh, maybe one day we will. But I don't think we will. Yeah. So that leads me to the next question I had for you: is in the sense of what we saw, and I I, I was watching both nights, and I found this interesting because they had the Empire, which is now Will Ospreay, the Great Okan, and Jeff Cobb, and they had all three of them losing, and I found that to be interesting. I said, okay, they just formed this group. And yet all three of them lost their matches, their big matches. Um, Cobb Takaji, I'm not really surprised about. I thought they would let Osprey beat Okada. I was I was in the, I was on the fence of how they would go with that. I was shocked they had Okada lose to Tanahashi. Did you like how they booked the Empire this past weekend? And then because on the next show, the New Year's show, they did end the show on a higher note with them beating up everybody. Well, when you're used to, when by, by you, I mean people in general who watch that are in the United States. They are the American audience, and they are used to the WWE flat 180-degree booking that does not change, where it's you can only get over by winning. You watch AEW because they do it, and New Japan, you can get over by losing. And that is how New Japan tells storylines. They you, you lose and you get to that moment. And that is where they're going with Will Ospreay. He's always yeah. lost to Okada. They mentioned that a few times in that match. He's going to have that big moment. And I guarantee you, when he has that big moment and wins the title, it's going to be beating Okada for it. And I think it should be. And I tell you this, I've been, I've been an advocate of Will Ospreay 
before anybody even knew who Will Ospreay was. I mean, I yeah, you got mad he lost and took the shirt off. I was, so, I was so upset. I mean, I was well. Remember, I was the only guy. I was the only guy in MSG wearing a Will Ospreay shirt. I mean, and then, everyone, everyone else was Bullet Club. Yeah, everybody else was Bullet Club and Lij. Because Laura was 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 Lij. Speed, do you know who Lij is? Watch this. No, you know I who not. Lij is? He's nope. gonna go now. Who is that? No, I don't. <laughs> but I I recognize Will Osprey from previous shows. <laughs> look at that! Look at look at that! So Speedy, watches I pay attention a little. <laughs> Speedy watches all the shows because he's got to watch. He's got to do the clips. Mm-hmm. I recognize. He, like I said, I recognize names. I... <laughs> <laughs> but I listen. I I thought the past weekend's booking was phenomenal. I thought what they did was first off the ELP match Hiromu, and I don't think I'm surprised at this point when Takahashi wrestles anybody that it's going to be really good. I'm actually surprised they didn't give that five stars to the ELP Takahashi match. I was a little surprised. Oh, I love that match. I, I love that match. You, you, can make, you can make the case that that was one of the best matches on the weekend card. And I can't even say weekend because it wasn't on the weekend. This year was on a Monday and Tuesday. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Um, but I know that's what they do every year. It's tradition for them. I just hate that they you do love, that. You love Hiromu. I love ELP. He's my guy. Yeah, I, I love, love him. I think he's phenomenal. I love Hiromu because what he does is he adds – he adds an element to his character, which is, look, when you see him, he doesn't look like he's in the best shape. He's the smallest guy. You think if you saw him on the street, you would think, oh, he's a wrestler. You wouldn't think of it. And then you see him on the mic. And his charisma, when you look at it, has a little Shinsuke Nakamura in it. It's a little bit of that oh, element. It's a little bit of that per- personality and that charisma that he has that it adds to something that – I still think LIG needs one more person in the group because my thinking is this. First off, I love Sonata. Sonata is slowly becoming one of my favorites in New Japan. Um, I wonder if he signed long-term. Me too. Me too. Because he would have been gone by now. They were saying WWE. He would have won already. That's what he wanted to do. Well, they were saying that he was never getting that moment of a title reign because and he, might not he isn't signed full-time and signed long-term. He might not but the way it. that – the way that Wrestle Kingdom ended, I think he will. I think he'll I, have that that moment. I don't know because that happened last year with Kenta and Naito. Yeah, and Kenta, you're right. You're Kenta, right about Kenta, that. Kenta did not get the moment either. Um, you know, and, and it's interesting. Like we look back on it, but I'm no. I'm glad you brought it up because that's that's something that you, you know when you look back on. I would love for Sonata to get that moment. The problem is. He's probably the second or third most popular guy in that group with LIJ behind probably Naito. And you could make the case Hiromu is now more popular than he is at this point. And it's, that's what it comes down to. I still think they need one more person because to me – and I love Bushi. The problem with Bushi is – and Lyle, I've said this to you for months. He is slowly becoming the jobber of that group. That's essentially what he's becoming of that group. He's losing too many big matches. He's always well, the guy that loses the matches. I know he does, but he should not be the guy. He he no, should, I, he I should not that. be the guy. I I I've said this. I don't. And the thing is, I know Alex has said Master Wado should be a guy that maybe could join Lij. And well, I, I said that, that on. First. You said that I too. I said that on on on, on take that breakdown. I said yeah, that you, right you off did. the bat. I said he'll be a and great Alex, guy who joins. And Alex said it too. And Mike and, and me looking back on it, I said, you know what though? They lost Evil, who was kind of in the heavyweight division. They really don't need another junior heavyweight guy because they have Hiromo and they have Bushi. You don't need another junior guy in that faction. I think they need another heavyweight guy in that group that could kind of replace Evo's character. And 
One guy I mentioned I thought was, you know, people agreed and people disagreed. One guy I mentioned I thought I liked, but I think he shot the rumors out was Carl, was Carl Fredericks. I think Carl Fredericks is a guy that I think you could develop him into a guy that could easily join the group because here's the thing. Look at Suzuki Goon. They're not all Japanese superstars in that group. They're a mixed variety with Zack Sabre Jr. and everything like that. Go look at – and they had Lance Archer and Davey Boy Smith in the group. So they were a mixed variety. Bullet Club is the same thing with Jay White and other guys in the group that are not all Japanese superstars. They had the elite in the group. It's a mix. LIJ doesn't have that. They're mixing. They're missing that element of another American or a non-Japanese superstar in the group. And even the even the even the Empire has a variety with Will Ospreay, the Great O'Conn, and Jeff Cobb. You have a variety. I think LIJ, if they got a guy like Carl Fredericks, who I think could easily fit the mold of being in that group, because there's no else I can think of that could join that group. And I think Carl Fredericks would be a great guy to develop into that group. Um, I think he, he would be perfect with chaos if he joined the group. Well, chaos um, is another one. I don't. I, I think he fits better in that group. I think that's a a group where. Um, just everything about Carl Fredericks, he would perfectly fit in chaos, but I, he doesn't have to look at some, some other guys at Bushi, Tanahashi. They're not, yeah, in no, they don't have to be in factions. a It's very rare. Master Wada's um, not in the faction. Yeah. You know, but, so uh, a, a good amount of people are not, uh, who else is in, in a faction? Um, there's a couple and it's a matter of, they are just. Listen, AEW is doing the same thing. They're they're doing the new, the new Japan element where they're doing a bunch of factions. Yeah. That's exactly what the, the they're molding that. That's what well, they're doing. It's, it's more of a Japan aspect. Um, other companies do it a lot. Noah does it. Noah has a uh, faction system. Um, MLW has it somewhat. MOW has yeah, it a little bit. Yes, MOW yes. has a little bit, but the hard found. Well, they did have the hard foundation. They had the new hard foundation. They had. Um, Impact kind of does it when you look on it because they have so many tag teams in there. I mean, it's 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 an it's an interesting thing. But uh, we actually we're, we're going to go to break in a couple of minutes. When I want to get into this, this was talked about, and this was also shot down this morning. And I know you mentioned it. Um, in regards to Jay White, now Jay White had a very interesting press conference at the end of the show where he said, I'm done. And there were rumors that his contract is up. Then there were rumors that his contract was not up. It's all storyline. First off, I'm glad if he stays in New Japan. He should not go to AEW. He should not go to NXT. He should not go to WWE, Ring of Honor. No, I don't want any. I want him in New Japan. I want him there. Who did you say? Who did you say shot down this, this whole rumor? I can't. Who, I, I don't remember what the, I think it was wrestling who shot it down this morning. It says the rumor's not true, that he is going to stay in New Japan. Yeah, I I don't think that will happen at all. But people thought they got overhyped about a storyline. Uh, as 2015 and 2016, he signed a seven year contract, so he still has another year or two left there. Um, I think he's hurt and he's just gonna take some time off and then come back in, in a little bit and attack Ibushi and then he shouldn't. I don't know when he's he's not going to. But uh, I I don't know when G1 is this year because I know the Olympics are gonna be. In the summer, Maybe. so I don't know if it's the same around the same time as last time. That would be too long. Maybe he comes back around uh, Dominion. Dom- no, no, not that long. You think, you think it's like April or May? Dominion. Okay. Dominion. Um, I think that would be a, a great way to have him come back. 
just a little bit before Dominion. He comes back and then uh, challenges Abushi for the belt at Dominion. That would be a great way to um, bring him back and, and give him the belt. Well, so uh, two guys that I'm curious what your thoughts are, where they are going forward. Uh, Okada and Naito. Because we're so used to seeing them in the main event aspect of New Japan. And now it's a matter of... Because it was... I mean, you got to admit, it was kind of weird not seeing Okada in any of the main events on Wrestle Kingdom this year. Because yep. it, it was a very odd thing to see. And to see him only wrestle for one night was even weirder. And Naito, the same thing. Where do those two go from here, in your opinion, with Naito and Okada? Um, I'm not sure, to be honest. It's, it's I don't, weird I don't like they predi- are. I don't like predicting what Gato is going to do, because I'm always wrong. Um, <laughs> but... Like it's true. You're a sorcerer, not Nostradamus. What was that, Speedy? I said you're a sorcerer, not Nostradamus. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that Okada is better when he's in the main event title, mm-hmm. and I think in the long run that is where he's going to stay. He's the golden. He might take off for. Can. Yep, he's going to take off for a little bit. Um, from that, from that part of their card, maybe he'll go down to the mid card a little bit and have some more rivalries, but uh. I like him better in the main event. He always performs better. I think New Japan has more of a mystique to it when he's the champion. I am a Okada homer, as you know. Um, well, we, I will admit uh, it. But, you're a um, lot of homer. He's definitely one of your homers. I think you were sleeping with him uh, a few nights. <laughs> but I, I, I don't picture him being away from the title picture very long. And when he does get that, that opportunity, he's going to win because he's Okada. And as far as Naito, where do you see him going? And then if you want to even add to that, Evil as well. Um, I'm throwing a lot at you. I'm throwing a lot at you because it's tough. I would love to see them continue the LIJ Bullet Club rivalry. It was a much, much different show when they were having that rivalry because we're known to having Bullet Club and Chaos. That's what it's always been. And I would like them to continue the... um, Evil versus Naito storyline a little bit and uh, do some more with that. That was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed when they did that. And then the last thing before we get to break, we saw John Moxley have his promo. He was clearly in a New Japan ring in America. Um, Kenta has been holding. First off, that uh, can I just can I just say kudos to uh, Kojima for that match. Kudos to him. Ko- yes. Kojima yes, is the I'll guy that, and I thought it was a. Alex was a little worried about that match with Kojima being a little older and stuff like that. Would it, would it gravitate to the fans? And I said, dude, New Japan wrestlers can wrestle until they're 75 years old. Have you ever seen the shape <laughs> that they're in? It's ridiculous, dude. I mean, it's, it's come on. Kojima's a brick. Um, yeah. And, and Kenta's held that championship briefcase for, it feels like, five years now. Um, what With Moxie clearly stating what he wants to do, which is going to have to defend that championship belt, the U.S. belt, when do you think we see that? And I don't think it's going to happen in Japan because I don't think AEW is going to let Moxie yes, travel. Will. You think they'll let him travel? Um, I don't they'll know. Maybe talking to lose him for about a but, month, though. But they're going to be taking off a month. They're going to be taping um a month's worth of shows at the end of January down in I think it's Miami, and they're yeah, going to be taping Revolution. So I think that'll be a great time because he can go there, quarantine do a show, and come back. So he can go there for the 30th, which is their their um 
I think it's New Beginnings. He could go there, do that show, lose the belt, and then come back. Oh, they are taping Revolution. The, you mean the paper? They're gonna yeah, they're taping the, Revolution. They're taping the pay-per-view? Uh, from what I read, yes. That's I don't like that. Maybe I misread it, but it said through I can't see the through Revolution. The, I don't think they would take it. I don't know. I, I hope not, but no, they, I wouldn't. Yeah, because that's how I read what... Somebody's going to get the spoilers. And then people aren't going to buy the yeah, you're right. Then. There's no way they'll pay you're, the right. video. Maybe not, but I don't know. The way I read it when I, um... When it came, when it was reported, was that it sounded like Revolution was being taped. No, maybe they worded it poorly. Maybe they worded it poorly, but well, who did um, you hear the from? article I read? Uh, it was a few different articles. Oh, okay. uh, uh, yeah, uh, but I want to say it was Wrestling INC, but I could be wrong. No, there you go. <laughs> I could be go. wrong. That's I don't. Okay. I don't remember. Yeah, it's but, um, yeah, but they are, t- are taping at the end of February because yeah. a lot of wrestlers are complaining about it being cold in Jacksonville. Sure. And then the last question before we go to break: What is what, what would you give Wrestle Kingdom? Did you like it? Did you think it was better than last year's show, or did you think that last year's show was better? Was it one of the top shows you saw? I thought last year's show was better, mm-hmm. but I think it, this show had better matches overall. I think last year's show was better to me because. Um, I'm a big Jay White fan, and I knew when Ibushi won night one that he wasn't winning night two because last year, Gato said he wasn't ever going to have the IWGP title change hands on both fans. And that's why Ibushi lost to Okada. And I like that aspect better because you didn't 100% know who was going to win the second night. Once Ibushi won night one, you knew he was winning night two. The match was outstanding. I thought that match was better than both nights. This, this year and both nights last year, but it was just I, I I wish they changed it up and had a bushy night oh night one. Um, I'm sorry, uh, night oh Jay White night one, and then gotcha, uh, a bushy White night two, uh, or a bushy night oh. I mean, gotcha. Well, thank you for that, Lod. That was good stuff. We're going to go to break down. When we come back here on Off the Mat here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, we are going to recap our AEW NXT review this week we're also going to see what do we're also going to tell you fans what do you think wrestling needs done to them in 2021 and we'll get to our finishing move don't go anywhere stick with us for the second half this is off the mat on the worldwide sports radio network we'll be right back you're you're, you're listening to the worldwide sports radio network everybody's got a price Welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's and Josh Silverberg. All right, everybody, we are back. Welcome to the second half of the only wrestling talk show here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Welcome to Off the Mat. Myself, Josh Silberg, of course, with me at this time. Two guests today, Speedy PD, of course, doing the production talk, uh, Doing the production stuff. I don't know what he's doing right now. What are you doing? <laughs> Why do you look like you're scared of the chair? I was getting my computer out of the shot. Is that what you were doing? Yeah. You look scared of the chair. Oh, no, that was a little weird. <laughs> no, I was just getting my computer out. <laughs> There's a lot of things he does that are weird. Like, you have no idea. <laughs> I know and that already. You, have... don't, you don't need to reiterate that, Josh. Yeah, I, I know we don't. We will off the air. <laughs> and, of course, we have um, 
my old tag team partner, one of my good friends, Lyle Gillen, joining us here today from the old show, Takedown Breakdown. He's with us. So let's get to the AEW. What'd you say? Glad to be here. Are you Are you sure? You weren't. Oh, I don't know. Really you don't sure. seem very confident. I don't know. Five minutes, <laughs> five minutes before the show started, he goes, "I'm tired. I only got twelve hours of sleep." And I said, "Really? That's an entire day's worth of sleep." <laughs> and, I mean, that's literally a whole day. Um, that's more than day. Josh and I got combined. Hours. Well, no, because I caught the night too, so the whole day, and then the whole night, so it's twelve and twelve. Which is still more than Josh and I got combined. So yeah. Oh my God! What time did we go to Vegas CSP? I think it was. I don't know about you. I don't know about you. I was I was editing stuff until probably six something. <laughs> yeah, I was. I didn't go back until two in the morning yesterday because we were doing uh, our show that I do that we do with Errol. So that was something else. By the sure. way, stay stay tuned for the weekend crunch later tonight on one hundred three point nine FM, the LI News Radio Network, from seven PM to nine PM New York Eastern Time. Look at this guy over here. Look at this guy with the plug. <laughs> do you do you want to plug your mom's number in for everybody? That is a very very hard pass. <laughs> oh god! All right, let's get into it, Lyle. Let's get into our AEW NXT stuff. And look, of course, we have to start with the obvious, and that's AEW. And Dave Meltzer actually also gave out a five star rating to Ray Phoenix versus Kenny Omega. For the AEW Championship, which I I, I thought it was very worthy of it. Um, And, of course, we got to state the obvious. Of course, that's what happened at the end of the show. And that was was with the the formation back of the Bullet Club. Uh, Do I know how long it's going to last? I don't know. I think there's something fishy about the whole thing. We'll see. What were your thoughts on it? How excited were you? And did you want to, uh, at that point, sleep with the good brothers, Carl Anderson and Luke Allows? Um, I thought that was great. That was he a didn't phenomenal answer the last ending. <laughs> he didn't answer what? the last question. I said, did you want to sleep with Luke Allows and Carl Anderson after the after it was done? Oh, of course. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, go on. But no, yeah, I thought that was a phenomenal ending. Um, I, I loved it. It was shock value. Um, no, no I expected them to come eventually because of the reports that they were going to be on the show, but I didn't know when, and that was a great time to do them. I'm curious how long and how many more weeks they're going to be on the show. It was uh, – I thought the match was very good. I think that match was a better of, of the both shows. I – I wish they could have had it on pay-per-view because it probably would have went longer and been much better. Phoenix and Omega have a lot of chemistry together. They've wrestled many, many times. Um, their match at... Uh, what was it? Uh, tri- no, tri- was it Triple Mania? It was well, I don't know if it was Triple Mania, though. Yeah, it was when, May- when Omega won the championship from him. Yeah, I don't think it was Triple Mania. I know it was in Triple A. But um, that was a... This match wasn't as good as that one, but that match was insanely good. I had to watch it in Spanish on YouTube, but it was really, really good. <laughs> now, I'm interested in knowing what you thought of that match. Well, I thought, listen, I thought it stood out. I mean, to me, I, the thing people need to know about me already and the fans know about me is the Lucha Brothers are my favorite tag team in the world. I don't care what anybody says. I, I don't care if you say the Young Bucks, FTR. I don't care. 
to me, the Lucha Brothers, in my eyes, are the most athletic tag team on the planet. And you can argue that with me, and I'll argue it back with you. I don't care. I know Lyle will, because Lyle has, is a homer for the Young Bucks. I could care less about that. So we've had this argument. Lyle and I have had this argument for years about the Lucha Brothers and the Young Bucks. And we've gone back and forth on different platforms about it. So to me, Rayfield, you know, well, yeah, well. Um, <laughs> because, it, well, look, it's always like this, right? Going back to the Young Bucks for a second. The Young Bucks have Matt and Nick Jackson. And what's the thing I always say to you, Lyle? It's that Matt Jackson is the most popular one of the two, but Nick Jackson is the best wrestler. And the Lucha Brothers, yeah. it's the same thing. Pentagon is the best, is the most popular guy in the group because of the face paint and the costumes that he has. But Ray Phoenix is the best wrestler of the group. And that showed it the other night against Kenny Omega. There was no, because Pentagon had the same match against Kenny Omega, and he didn't have a five star caliber match. It was a very good match, but it wasn't five stars. And they have chemistry too, Pentagon and Kenny Omega. They fought, oh, yeah. it, all, they fought it all in a couple of years ago. I got that right, by the way. I said the right pay per view. I didn't say all out. Yeah, I thought you were going to I thought you were about to. <laughs> no, no, it's all in. It's all in this time. Um, so they have chemistry together. Look, I thought the match was superb. They have, like you said, you alluded to it perfectly. They have great chemistry together. They fought on different pro on, on different shows. They know each other very well. I think these, the stuff with the Good Brothers is great. I'm curious what the partnership is with Impact because Omega's got a match at Hard to Kill next Saturday. With the Good Brothers, that's – by the way, if you need to check out that match. It's going to be the Good Brothers and Kenny Omega versus the Motor City Machine Guns, which are one of the most underrated tag teams this decade. And, and, and Rich Swan, who – Obviously, it was released by WWE because of everything that happened outside the company and everything like that. But he seems to have gotten it together, and he's become so athletic and so, you know, so so good on the mic. And you've seen his skill set. That's going to be a great match. So I am curious where this impact relationship goes with them because there's so many things you could do with it. I mean, that's what it comes down to. I thought the match was phenomenal, and I thought the ending was even better. I just question. I texted you right away. I question how long this is going to last for because it looked like the Young Bucks were very reluctant. To do the two, they did it, but they were reluctant to do it. But they did it anyway. I, I don't. I, I I think it'll last longer than you think. Um, that means it's not hey, the picture they posted. They, the posted <laughs> they, the picture they posted on um, on Twitter. Backstage, they looked they they, they looked excited backstage. So, and AEW retweeted it. So I don't think it's going to be something that's short lived. Um, maybe re- till Revolution, but not right now. Well, look, it's a money Not- grab, right? And, and and it's a money grab, and then afterwards... And a viewership grab. It's a viewership grab, it's a money grab, that's all what it is. And you then you start after that, you start Bad Luck Valet and Tama Tonga and Tonga Loa tweet about it, and they were not happy about it because there were works in New Japan that they were going to have a rivalry with the two of them. It was going to be the Elite versus the Bullet Club OGs of Tama Tonga and Tonga, and then, of course, the Elite left to go to AEW, and... They never got the. Ha- it always seems like when something good is about to happen with New Japan, like really special, and then somebody leaves, right? With AJ, <laughs> AJ and Omega, and then the Bullet Club yeah. OG, and then the Elite, because that's what they were planning on. It was the Bullet Club OG led by Jay White to go against the Elite with Kenny and Cody and the Young Bucks and Hangman, and they never got to do it. Um, I am so I am curious where this goes. Oh. You know what I mean? What do you? What could you possibly want or say, ladies and gentlemen? This is Errol Marks coming on. Mm-hmm. Of course, you could check out Errol Marks every Saturday on the Wicked Crutch with me on one hundred three point nine, and he also does below the mic and down to the wire with 
The man to my left, and of course everybody sees him on the left, Mr. Speedy Petey, which is Errol's right, but he might not know his left and right because he's a special case, Errol. Mm. <laughs> Define special case. I mean... <laughs> I could, it's just going to be a whole second. <laughs> 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 Go look up special case in the dictionary, both of them, special and case, and you're in the picture of both of them. <laughs> Two different pictures. <laughs> Well, you know, if if I can actually feel him, there's a window over here, I think. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what do you have to say? And it, are you going to ask a lot about Macho Man and Hulk Hogan again? <laughs> well, there's nothing to argue about. We all know who the greatest uh, wrestler of all time is. <laughs> He's not one of them. It's not one uh, of them. <laughs> nope. Uh, Lyle has a third opinion. There we go. <laughs> well, you know, opinions vary. That's for sure. But uh, I, I do believe... opinions and Hulk Hogan, you can't wrestle. Well, <laughs> hey, listen, it, that's it. wrestling is all about entertainment, so, right? It's all about entertainment. It's all about profit. And, and Hulk Hogan's the one that really saved wrestling in the 80s and the 90s. I mean, him and Andre the Giant were he did. What, what wrestling was in the 80s and the 90s. And you talk about Ric Flair and Sting and all those other guys from the WCW that really recreated what wrestling was. I was a big wrestling fan in the 80s and the 90s. I I absolutely loved wrestling. But when Steve Austin became like Vince McMahon's bitch, I, I didn't want to watch it anymore. I just thought it was so stupid. It was too much. When I was a kid, I used to think wrestling was real. That's what I used to think. I, I really did. I, I remember the Survivor Series. I couldn't wait until Thanksgiving pay-per-view. I used to have the, the, those boxes, and I used to pop on pay-per-view, and I would watch the Hulkamaniacs or... Or the uh, the million dollar team, or something like that. When I was a kid, I couldn't wait for Thanksgiving or or SummerSlam in August, uh, the Hart Foundation and stuff like that, or the Bushwhackers or Demolition Men. Yeah, I, you, you know, look like you'd be in the Bushwhackers. You'd fit in nicely with them. <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, you know, it, it, just because I'm sexy and you're not, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speak for yourself, Pally. <laughs> wrestling has changed it has it absolutely has i i think what you guys talk about all the time which is unique i i don't know anything about it anymore i don't really stay in tune with it i i think it's very uh it, it's very unique because there's so many different organizations all over the country all over the world japan japan uh they have stuff in brazil they have stuff all over the place and mexico and I think the the really the growth of the sport has really changed. And, and I think I think a lot of people forget what has you know when you look at all the different sports and the growth of each sports. You talk about superstars. You talk about guys that really revolutionized the sport, the entertainment part of the game. And you do bring up Macho Man. You do bring up Hulk Hulk Hogan. You Jake the Snake Roberts, Ricky Steamboat. These guys, Ric Flair. Uh, you know, Arn Anderson, you know, the, these guys were big with wrestling. And, and and now you see these guys, they're fat and disgusting. Some of them have gone Mr. Perfect, Bam Bam Bigelow, all these guys that, you know, were... You said fat and disgusting, then you bring up Bam Bam Bigelow. Whoa, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> what, you don't like, you didn't like Bam Bam? I love Bam Bam, but you said these guys today are fat and disgusting. And I see Bam Bam Bigelow with 600 pounds and a tattoos on his head. Uh, well, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, he's gone, but he was very athletic. Bam Bam was very athletic. I know athletic. he was. Trust me. He was oh, great. trust me. There's a lot of fat guys in wrestling today that don't belong. Remember Hakeem? And, yeah, and the military, I do remember Hakeem. And the big boss man. I mean, look at the, the Twin Towers. Remember them? Yeah, I, mean, I remember them. The, yep, of course, with Slick. They were the, they were the bad guys. They, they, and I, 
I, I, you know, everybody talks about, well, who wants to be the good guy? Who wants to be the bad guy? It goes back and forth with wrestling. In those days, you were either bad or you were good. It, it was it, it, in the 80s and the 90s. They never changed spots. Uh, Ted DiBiase was a bad guy. Virgil became a good yes. guy in the nineties. You know what I mean? It was it was it was different. Coco beware, you know, and the crowd was also different at that time, yes. I think. When you yeah. because the thing is the, the the crowd today is so demanding. And because look, Lyle and I two years ago, we went to the New Japan show at Madison Square Garden. And it, go look at that crowd and what they expect. They expect a five star performance in every match. And you go back in 1993 and you go watch a WWF pay-per-view and it's a guy gets slapped in the chest in the corner and the crowd goes crazy. I mean, it's just such a different mindset nowadays where the fans have now developed more of an intelligence and interest in what they want to see for entertainment and performance wise. And I think that's what changes. Internet Internet does it a lot. Internet changes. That's what impacts. You know? That was the biggest impact on the business is the internet because without the internet, no one has the exposure to New Japan. Nobody has the exposure to the Young Bucks who are on the indies. Um, there's Arrow's going, who the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I have no clue. Yeah, well, I'm lost, but that's all right. You, you look at some at, at some of these guys now, and they don't have the exposure that they have yep. and the following that they have that Twitter. actually changes the right re- changes wrestling because I'm not saying that those guys in particular, I'm saying that's that style of wrestling. So if you're don't if you're a listener, don't um don't confuse that. But that style wouldn't be as popularized today without the internet. No, I I, I agree with YouTube and Twitter. I agree with you guys. I, yeah. I think the internet I think the internet has changed everything. I think when you look at social media you talk everybody everybody forgets what LinkedIn is. LinkedIn is is where businesses and, and business people get interactive with each other and try to share um, ways that you can build with one another or businesses or reach out to different businesses that you can work with, sponsors, advertisers. They all work together. When you talk about Twitter, uh, even TikTok now, I mean they're they're people making millions of dollars uh, going out there dancing in front of a camera. I mean it, it's changed. It's changed. It, it really is. And, and the world has changed. I, it's, you know, as a kid, I'm a little bit older than you guys. I'm 38 years old. And you look at two. Yeah, right. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, but when, when I was a kid, I, I, I always wanted to be something. You know, I was an athlete. I always played sports, but I always wanted to be something. I, you know, and when, when you look at guys like Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan was – uh, a defined superstar for wrestling. He really was. He, it, it was all about train, uh, train, say your prayers, eat your vitamins, or something like that. Or uh, look at these pythons, or and you, Ric Flair, woo, or something like that, or Sting. Oh, you know, like, the, all these guys had something that, uh, or Macho Man, oh yeah, you know, everybody had something, a trademark that really um, changed, you know, changed wrestling, changed commercials, changed. Uh, everything to do with what you want to be, even radio show hosts. If you, if you, even rappers, Jada, Jada Kiss, he goes, ah, ah, you know, every time he before his his song or Khaled, you know, we the best, you know, everybody's got a trademark. You know where the trademarks came from? It came from wrestling. It came from wrestling. Say whatever you want. Ask any of these rappers, and I know because. I, you know, I've been around, I've DJed, and I, I know a lot of different rappers. Ask any of them if they were wrestling fans growing up. And I will tell you this, about 86 to 87% of them will tell you they were wrestling fans growing up. Yep. So 
it's it's trademarks and and building a brand. And that's what Hulk Hogan was. You say whatever you want. You want to hate him. You want to love him. You think he's terrible. Whatever. He changed wrestling. He changed what wrestling needs to be as 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 for as for good guys and bad guys. So you can hate him, and I'm sure he has his sex tapes or whatever the heck he does behind the scenes, <laughs> whatever he does to make money. I, I mean, but a whole coke and cheese. Go around the looking for it. Uh, no, guy... no, but <laughs> no, but you know it's so funny when you hear the stories about what he, he said. No, I haven't. I, I I don't waste my time looking at porno. Speedy pornos, found man. it. What do you mean, Speedy found it? Speedy doesn't even know what a porno is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely wouldn't be looking at it of wrestlers if that was the case. <laughs> oh my yeah, god! But you know, and that's why I, when I listen to people and I, I listen to different wrestling shows or even MMA shows, you know, and I've done MMA and I I I, I did an MMA show. I, I think it's very very unique when you can bring a different avenue of outlook to that sport entertainment. That other people can't. And I think that's what media is. That's what sports is. That's what radio is. You have entertaining people on what you see it through your eyes. What you think, your opinion from what you see, it's not all right. And wrestling is fake. Everybody knows that. It's all it's a soap opera. It's a it's a giant soap opera. It's it's a soap opera for men. It's a soap opera for women and kids. Uh, from going to watch it on channel seven, you want to watch whatever those stupid soap operas are. But it, it, I think it's changed uh, immensely. I, I just hope moving forward for what it is and what it can be, guys like Vince McMahon can st- start figuring out what the new age of wrestling is. Because if he, he doesn't, will. if he doesn't, um, it's going to go right past him. And I, I think that's with all the sports. And I think that's why hockey's changing rules, basketball's changing rules, football is trying to make the game more offensive instead of defensive. They want to make it for the fans. I think the fans are the most important thing. I think the fans is what grows the sport. And I think, obviously, it sells endorsements and, and obviously, um, advertisements for those organizations to make money and pay their athletes. So I, I think wrestling is very, very important uh, moving forward for where – uh, sports media and sports entertainment is. I just think uh, what you say and what you guys say, all these different divisions, all these different out, you know, the AEW, whatever the heck it is, TNA. Oh, you got it right. Or TNA. They're, they're all trying to figure out what is the new age. Just like we. We're a digital sports radio network. We're the new age of radio. That's what radio is going to be. 15 years from now, you're not going to be talking about AM, FM, DAZ. You're going to be talking about digital profile radio stations that are making money, tens over millions of dollars doing this. Why? Because this is the easy way of getting out there throughout the world, throughout the country, not using an antenna where you can have clear, present sound throughout the country, no matter where you are in the world. So I think everything that is changing, all the world, social media, even what you guys do when talking about wrestling – can change the outlook to where this uh, this world is going and and sports is going. So uh, that's why I I love what we're doing. I love what you guys do, and I love what you're talking about. Even though I don't know what the hell you're talking about. So there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Arrow. Yep. We appreciate that. Absolutely. Thank you so much for absolutely driving in with us, man. We appreciate. It. So before we get to our fishing move, let's do this quick. What do you want to see live in 2021? What is something that you want to? We didn't. There was really. I mean, NXT was nice this week. But you know what, though? I will say that was a good informative conversation with Arrow. That really was because I think it makes us all realize what wrestling comes from. Yeah. No, you're 100% correct. And uh, thank you, Arrow, for coming on. That was a nice, fun conversation. Um, 
But uh, I'll answer your question of the twenty twenty one. I what I want to see, and because uh oh, I I am so tired of Uh-oh. having the person who only watches one wrestling program, WWE, and judges wrestlers who they have never seen before, and say that they are bad. Oh, they can't talk on the mic. Oh, they are this and that. I want Kenny Omega to show what he is able to show, how he is the best heel in the world, how Evil Kenny is absolutely amazing. I want to see with the New Japan Kenny, which I think he is getting to that. And if he does, he will shut up everybody who only watches that one show and the quote-unquote wrestling fans who only watch WWE. I, That's what just... I want to see him do. I want to see him completely shut them up. And I, and I am very confident if he continues being the heel and he had that long title reign, he will do it. Uh, for me in 2021, what I want to see is I want to see other brands that are really popular grow. Ring of Honor, Impact. I want to see them grow more because they are good wrestling companies that the fans yes. don't pay enough attention to. And it's a very unfortunate thing because the fans just, like you said, have the blinders on and it's one side and they only watch that and that's it. Whether Some people just watch AEW. Some just watch New Japan. Yes. They need to yes. open up more. And get, get, they need to get more of an, of an option out there. There's some – Arrow said it before. There's a billion different options you can watch. You don't have to watch one brand. I watch WWE, NXT, AEW, New Japan. I watch all of them. Um, and, and to me, I always like to have an opinion on them. So I want to see the fans grow, expand their horizons more. Let's get to our finishing move, Lyle. What do you got for us? Um, I'm going to be honest. Uh, I'm going to talk about NXT for a little bit. But I think that NXT has a terrible, terrible, terrible format. And their format is building stars and then losing them, and then have to build stars all over again. Apparently, Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest are getting called up to the main roster, and this is just not a good formula for a successful show to compete with AEW, who has their top talent who draws every single week, and they stay there on the show. They have to figure something out to keep their talent that they build and keep them on the show, because who wants to go see these guys that? Nobody heard of, and just go watch it every week. That's not going to draw you in to to, to attract you when you have Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, John Moxley on the other show. They don't they don't retain their star power. That is a major issue, and and they have to figure that out. They have to find a way to get Vince to let them keep their stars that they build. And for me, for me, that's no, you go. You're. Up. I was gonna say. So for me, mine's. I want to see more partnerships. I want to see more dual brands. I want to see Impact work with AEW or New Japan work with AEW. I want to see more of these because the thing is you should want to work with these brands because you can make more money. Your company can make more money. You can do, you know, you can achieve so much if you bring these brands together. And I think that's something like I'm a like Tony Khan it seems to be one of the easiest guys to work with in the, in the business. Like if you don't want to work with him, I don't understand it. He, he seems to have the, he doesn't know how to run a football team. That's for damn sure. He doesn't know, he doesn't know how to run a football team, but he, he knows how to run a wrestling. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, he works so much about his wrestling company. Full, that's the full problem. Is really, really bad. Yeah. Well, you know, so I Some think I want, to see, <laughs> I want to see more, I want to see more partnerships. I want to see more companies coming together. 
You know what I mean? That's that's what I want to see. All right, ladies and gentlemen, before we go, once again, how you can follow us, just download our app. If you go to the Apple Store, type in WWSRN. If you have an Android, go to the Google Play Store and type in Worldwide Sports. It is that simple. Click download. You get our all of our articles that our wonderful staff writes. You get our show schedule, clips of the show. If you miss the show, you can always just re-listen to it. And you can also listen to our shows live, either if you're watching on the video or if you want to stream the audio, you can do that too while you're driving or something like that. Just be careful while you're doing that, okay? <laughs> Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Periscope, you name it, we're on it. And that's how we roll with our social media pages every single week. It's that simple. And WorldWideSportsRadio.com. It is a professionally ran looking website. It is one of the best out there. I can tell you that right now. And I'm not just saying it because I'm part of the network. It is really, really good stuff. We have big things growing with Billy of Sports. Like I said, if you're not, if you're more than just a wrestling fan, there's so many other wrestling, there's so many other shows, even like the sport, the sports hit list. It's one of the best shows on the network. Check it out every week. It's good stuff. All of our shows are great. You can check out myself and Errol Marks every Saturday, of course, with Speedy PD on 103.9 FM. The Weekend Crunch. You don't want to miss that. It's very easy. I think you just type in, I think it's like L-I-F-M if you're not in New York. Yeah. I think it's that simple. Tune in radio, iHeartRadio. You just search. iHeartRadio, you just click the play button and we're on at 7 o'clock. Or you can also, like I said, if you miss the show, you can always just re-listen to the show on our app on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Well, 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 well. This was a hell of a show. I will tell you yes, that we didn't get we didn't get to do like everything everything, but I actually thought it was better than what we were going to do. I will say that I think having Arrow on was very informative because he's an outsider that doesn't watch wrestling, but <laughs> he understands the business. And we were about yes. to insult Hulk Hogan, and he <laughs> he literally he was right. I still want to. I still I want know, to. <laughs> I think I, I think he was. The worst thing for professional wrestling ever. He made <laughs> WWE a giant cartoon. Well, that listen, is what he did. He made everything a cartoon. Arrow's, Arrow's, he ruined pro wrestling. Lyle, I wouldn't get right. too loud. He might be like Beetlejuice and you'll lure him back. <laughs> yeah, really. I will tell you this. What Errol said is completely correct, though. He did change the game of what professional wrestling is. If not for guys like him and Randy Savage and those guys, professional wrestling isn't what it is today. It's not. And... We have to realize that, whether you like them or not, you do. They changed the game of professional wrestling with him and Andre the Giant and those guys. But the Princess Lyle, Bride legend, you. Andre to the Giant, get that right. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> Speedy. First off, thank you for coming on and producing and helping us out today. We really do yes, appreciate it for sure. Mm-hmm. Lyle, thank- man, we're gonna get you on here for those days, gentlemen. A couple of quick announcements before we go. So, in the next few weeks, Lyle Gillen is going to be joining myself and Alex Lowe's here on Off the Mat full time. We are also going to be extending the show an extra half an hour, so we will be ending at one thirty now because you can't get three people in a room for an hour. It's just not possible. We have to extend. We have to expand it more. It's that simple. <laughs> and, and speaking of that, he's Don't back. be talking about Hulk Hogan, Lyle. I'm watching you. <laughs> Don't be attacking yeah, I mean, my man. I told man. you not to be too loud. You lure him back. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you right now. He changed yeah. wrestling. He did. Yeah. You can say whatever you want. Yeah. He also went, Arrow went to the bathroom to go spank it off for a bit because he's watching Hogan's porno. Actually, so, you know. <laughs> I'm um, talking to another radio show that I'm adding to our network in the next couple of weeks. So there no. you go. 
Well, Lyle's going to be joining us in the next few weeks. So, oh, how wonderful. Uh, he, he's got to become a Hulk Hogan fan or something. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> well, I will say this, and I, I will not be for this conversation, but Arrow, before you always join the network, Arrow always wants to talk. And seriously, Arrow wants to talk and meet with his staff that is joining him. I will not be a part of that conversation, so I am curious how this conversation goes between Lyle and Errol. It's going to be fun to hear about it afterwards. Um, if I hear any Hulk Hogan chatter behind my back about saying that Savage wasn't better than Hogan, I'm going to snap. No pun intended. Savage wasn't, um, but that's just my opinion. Savage was better, but that's okay. No. But listen. He was. No, uh, he was. Uh, no. Yes. No. Would you shut up and let me end the show, you idiot? I want to go watch the playoff football games, all right? I'm watching that too, so don't worry about it. All right. Well, listen, thank you so much. It hasn't started yet. All right. Thank you so much to the fans for listening to us. Alex will be back next week. How wonderful. Um, No, I'm just kidding. We miss Alex. We love Alex. Alex is all the production for us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So if not for him, we can't do the show. Alex is watching (laughs) us this week, so you better be careful. (laughs) <laughs> Alex knows I joke with him are you kidding me I love that kid and he knows it are you kidding me I uh, bust that kid's balls every week uh, you know what I mean he's got the he's got good blood genes running through his, his that's that right let me tell you something his father's one of the best in the business so if you can learn something you know it's from Charlie Slows he's great I'm not biased at all yeah I know Lyle <laughs> don't have a homer in your, and listen if you ever meet Charlie please don't have a boner under him okay under the table okay <laughs> alright ladies and gentlemen Thank you so much for tuning in to us every Saturday at 12 o'clock here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is Off the Map for myself, Lyle Gillen, Speedy Petey, Errol Marks. Alex Lewis will be back next week. Take care. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. This is, the, this is Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Take care. <laughs> it is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.